Friday to all. If yes, they, they, may, they, may, they may not listen to this on Friday, but happy Friday. Regardless. Yeah, yeah. At the time of recording this Friday. Indeed. Um, it's another week. We are back again. The best of both worlds of wrestling podcast. I am Chris, of course. I'm Camille. And um, admittedly, not a lot of live wrestling to watch this week. Life be lifing. But um, we're going to do what we do anyway. We'll jump right into it with the hot tag. Um, last week, we were talking about Sting's retirement, and I brought up whether Tony Khan would um, allow Rick Flair to be a part of it due to that Dark Side of the Ring episode. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, this past mm-hmm. Wednesday on Dynamite, Tony Khan was going to present a gift to Sting in commemorance of his last run. Um, and it was supposed to be historic, according to Tony Schiavone. Um, and that surprise was the man, the myth, the legend, the nature boy, Rick Richard Flocker, a.k.a. Rick Flair. Right, yeah. Um, I will say, I was sh- shocked, not shocked, because I had it in the back of my mind from last week. But um, I was surprised that they they went through with it. Um, especially given how um frail Rick looks now, and given the controversy that surrounded him, that even WWE had distanced themselves from him within like the last year or so. Um, but it it's kind of hard to have Sting do his last legit run without Ric Flair there. So I can see that side of it too. If 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 Rick is available, that make I, I hear you. I I'm very keen to like the uh production tricks. So when you mention like Frayers that's not Frayers, Flair's frailness um I, I thought of him as being so frail you know these days but i will say when he was trying to get into the to the ring they didn't show it they like pan to the crowd until he was in the ring yeah you know, as soon as he was yeah. about to get to the steps oh it's the crowd i'm like nah son you're supposed to do the whole come open the like do the gimmick come open the ropes yeah and i think I think Sting attempted to hold open hold open the ropes before the um, camera angle changed. Um, yeah, I saw him going over there, too. and they just went to the crowd. I'm like, okay, so there might be something to that. Um, yeah. you know, there's always jokes about uh, Flair will touch on it too about he might, you know, he could do one more match, and then uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Hey, they, I, have, they, they happily didn't allude, did not allude to. It being a one more match situation, I think it's going to be a, um, according to the observer, it's supposed to be like basically a valet manager thing. So he's just going to be ringside for anything things involving up until and including revolution in March. So, um, they, um, I will say the Ric Flair drip was on point. Yeah, man, the was suit, styled the suit, and profile. The suit, the suit was cool, he had some couple, couple chains on. He, Listen, the weed Migos business is got doing him well, man. Gold chain shit. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, it's gonna be. It should be. Um. Now I wonder if they do, since Flair's around now, if they 
might low-key try to pull the trigger on the Andrade thing, or that might run the risk of having him around too long. I think it's going to be just up until March and then that's it. But um, I think I'll say this, just in a outside chance, I think they're going to do whatever it is that's making them money and making them profit. Yeah. If, if somehow Rick makes himself valuable during this run to them, Mm-hmm. They might try to see what's up. Yeah. That's that's why that's how I've noticed how the wrestling business tends to go. You know? Yeah, the wrestling wrestling and the NFL are like similar in those ways. Like yo, if you're valuable at for something, I just, I just wrote about this. I mean, I think the NBA is on that type of wave on a lesser degree as well. You know, oh, yeah, about yeah. like their domestic violence issues recently. Charles Barkley asked Adam Silver. About uh, what you're doing about this, and I'm sort of really he couldn't tell you definitively what they're doing about it. He gave um, a non-answer partially because the players are who drive revenue mm-hmm. for the uh, the league with their the product that they produce, they play. Yeah, and I think also because he's also a representative, he's appointed by the owners, and I think the owners probably be bugging out, slapping women, going crazy. And if you have to reprimand a player harshly for the same type of uh, conduct, that means you realistically you should reprimand yeah. the owners, you know, strongly yeah. for the same type of conduct. And I think that's the conflict that they have that they're not speaking on explicitly. Um, but I'm glad Charles mm-hmm. Barkley asked the question. That's totally off yeah. base a little bit, but to your point, yeah. it all, it all, it all, it all plays the same way. They moved away from him when he did the dark side when the dark side story came out. Um, regardless of his truth or lack thereof, it was a it was bad optics, it was bad business to touch him. For whatever yeah. reason, right now, given the sentiment of the moment, it seems yeah. to be good good business to touch him. That's and I it. feel like it's been there's been enough time removed between the broadcasting of that episode and now, where like unless you are in the know, in the know, you're probably you probably have never even seen Dark Side of the Ring. As a fan, Probably. honestly, only like wrestling fans who want that kind of content are really engaging in it. But the average wrestling fan, no, they probably got time for that. So, um, good little nostalgia pop. Um, Ric Flair making his AEW debut, and you can't. Well, I, I wondered how the segment was gonna go, and then Christian's music hit, and I was just like. Here we go. Yes, something, yes, yes. Something about some Rick Flair AEW seemed like it was supposed to happen anyway. It's like he can't stay away from the business. He Oh he no. Just, no. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. So something about it feels very had, right. And something feels very right with him to with Tony Shavani. And you know what I mean? Like oh, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 yeah. those on, cool on little nuggets. Yeah. I, I I can't get mad at that. I can't get mad at that. The nah, Christian and it's like, coming out was Chef's kiss. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I know there's no God because if there was, Rick Flair would have died 20 years ago. <laughs> Bruh. He said he got a That's black a liver. Reactions. Yo. <laughs> he said he got a black liver. <laughs> and you know, Rick wanted, I know Rick was loving it, man. Rick, I know Rick wanted to laugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Rick was loving it. You can tell. You can tell by the look on his face. Um, Christian is a dude who, out of control, man. At the top of his out game. Out of control. At the top of his game, man. That's Sinister. I and mean, I'm like, but yeah, it's 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 inevitable 
for Ric Flair to appear in a mainstream wrestling promotion. You know, I, I wanted to talk about Christian's promo. That was my slam of the week, but I forgot to mention him. He caught Sting's promo backstage with Edge. And I thought that shit was great. Hell yeah. Like, yo. And when he finished, you... the crowd was like, <laughs> the crowd was like, it was like he sounded like he was yeah. scolding his eyes, son. Man. You better open your eyes. You better the game. I was like, oh, listen, shit. who's been betrayed more in wrestling than Sting? By either it's Ric Flair, Lex Luger, um, any member of the well, not it's not a betrayal with the NWO, they were his adversaries, but Sting knows a thing or two about betrayal and not trusting the people you thought you were meant to trust. And listen, man, Adam, open your eyes. That was open such your a eyes. Cool... I saw that. I was like laying Take up off the blinders, up. man. Take off the blinders. That it's dude true. had a lot of fire in that promo, man. Yeah. I got to give it up to Sting. Yeah. Oh, so man. I'm, I'm assuming, well, assuming it's pretty much a given that full gear match is going to be Edge, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne versus Sting, Darby, and Adam Copeland. So that'll put butts in the seats. <laughs> there is so, so you think that there's. St- how do you feel about that? That means that that they're just still gonna get his hands on Christian, no? Yeah, but I mean, you can play it to a point where um, Edge is reluctant to attack, so like he won't accept the tag when Christian's in the ring. He'll only go when Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne is in there, and then it has to come to a head where they eventually they have to they're gonna face lose each other. Yeah, and then have Christian lose the title. However, you're gonna have it, and then. For I guess revolution is the next one I have to full gear. Um, have that singles match ready to go. So you think they're gonna have a singles match sooner than later? You don't think this is the long game that people want? No, no, no. Revolution. No, I think I revolution. Revolution's in March. I made a mistake. I think revolution was in January, but it's okay. not. It's in March. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're we're so they have the time to um. Yeah, they have the time to build off that. And what is their what's the flagship AEW show? What's their WrestleMania? All in or be, out? Yeah, it'll either be all out or double or nothing. One of those two. I'd have to I think it's see all out. What, I think it's yeah, all out. I'm assuming all out as well, too. Um you know what? Which came first? Double or nothing or all out? I think double or nothing came first. I, I feel like double or nothing came first, and then um because they had the original all in. Yes, and so there was like double or nothing was their first official was, AEW pay per view. Yeah, so, so I, I think wanna, that's the one. Yeah, it's tricky because like even with Impact, you would think Slammiversary, the anniversary of their first pay per view, would be their big show, but it's not. Bound for Glory is their big show. Bound for Glory is their joint. Yeah, yeah. And I so don't know what AEW big show. They got to start branding that shit properly. Yeah, I think that's gonna come. With their the, show, um, like with the rumored pay per view expansion, they're they, they got to do that. I remember I was listening to some some of the someone's podcast recently. They talk talking about just stuff I be bitching about all the time, man. Mm-hmm. Branding, too many titles on your TV. I don't want to see Ring of Honor on AEW. Uh, you know all them little things, man. Because you got to yeah. make sure that people can we can point to things. Because I'm like. Not the Edge versus Christian would be great at um whatever show. 
but I think mm-hmm. it fits on whatever your you know flagship show is. Yeah. But if they if they're still trying to establish like a big four like they have in the WWE, if they're trying to establish like tentpole shows, then maybe Revolution is one of them. Yeah, I think I, I wish. Like speaking of the big four, I wish um, there was that period of time where they really, really de-emphasized the the importance the importance of the big four, like Survivor Series. At one point, became a joke of a pay per view, and this there's not even a King of the Ring anymore. Well, the the story started to lack. Stars started to leave. Like there was just a low yeah. for a long time. Well, King of the Ring wasn't a big fan. No, no, no. It was it's Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and Survivor Series was the only one that had taken a step back. So I'm glad to see. It feels like they're gonna reestablish that again. I feel like they might make war games a part of Survivor Series if they don't keep it an NXT exclusive match. But um, yeah, brand new pay per views, specialized set designs, like we talked about a couple um weeks ago. Come like, on, that's what we need. I mean, that's what I want. I don't know if we need it, but that's what I want. Give me what I want. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I think also for Survivor Series. Um, now that we got Nick Aldis. Running smack, then we got the the GM thing going on. I I think mm-hmm. that you'll get a a good traditional five on five, yeah, um, yeah. Series match outside of war games. I think you'll still get a nice, you know, situation out of that. Yeah, and Survivor Series used to build future stars. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole story of oh, this is the guy who's the sole survivor. Oh, he was the last person on his team. The other team had four wrestlers still, and he went through all of them. Like they still. Like that's that's something that'll never get old in wrestling. Like you could go back to that over and over again. Like with little tweaks, of course. So they're not like identical to each other, but I feel like that was the biggest thing about Survivor Series. I feel like in the earlier Survivor Series, I could be wrong, but I feel like they used to team up all the survivors of the previous matches and like make them remember. fight each other at the end of some. I feel like that's something they used to do in like the early, early ones. I can't Maybe. Remember. I got to look at that, that. I think I think King of the Ring failed mainly because it was a tournament style uh, show every every year, and eventually, yeah. if you're not gonna really give the winner a main event push, it's gonna mm-hmm. fall flat. Like because it can help a little bit, but it's gonna fall flat. And so, what happened with that show was like they just start throwing other matches on it. And utilizing the weekly shows to do the quarterfinals and semifinals, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. But then we have people like Edge won it and made something of it. And basically, Christian at the time did the same exact thing he's doing right now with the TNT title. Like, mm-hmm. took the trophy for himself, washed it, shined it, and he was more excited yeah. about it than Edge was. You know, um, yeah. um, Kurt Angle did something with it. I don't know if it got him a title shot, but he took it to the main event. Um, Brock Lesnar did something with it. People forget Brock Lesnar's the king of the ring. Yeah, you know, um, um King you know, Booker, like, King Booker, but everybody didn't do something with it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, well, um, because the way they treat it now, like I think Xavier Woods was the last one to win it. Then he got hurt. He was trying. He was trying. Yeah, but like it's just. Like even having a thing where just a winner's wearing a crown, like it, it, it would. It feels lesser than just what it used to be. 
Like, because when you think of King of the Ring, you think of Stone Cold cutting a 316 promo for the first time. Um, I remember, like, in the, like, I feel like the Attitude Era was probably the last time it was taken seriously. Like, the, the Ruthless Aggression Era in the beginning, it still was. But, um, if like, I, that was mean, a real last of it. Shout out Bad News Barrett. I enjoy his yeah. King of the Ring gimmick. And shout out oh, William yeah. Regal. I thought he yeah, was that's... one of the better later ones. You uh, know, yeah. he looked like, he looked like a Actually, menace. It's funny. You know? One thing, um, I wanted to mention it last week. Nick Aldis now being a part of WWE is like low key funny to me because like WWE didn't even offer him a trial while he was active in the ring, but once he's retired. <laughs> And stop wrestling. All of a sudden, he's getting a phone call. Is he? Is he retired? I mean, I don't think they're going to use him as an in-ring talent in WWE. Really? Like he still has gas in the tank. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. I know never heard he retired. Time. I didn't hear that either. I'm just assuming because he's in that GM role. He's nah, going to be just man. like another another Adam Pierce. Nah, man. I think I think this is buying him time to heal. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. I think he's healing because he's been traveling and touring. And be, I don't know much about him. I didn't watch him since the beginning. Of, you know me, man. If you ain't on, yeah. if you ain't on national television, I don't know who you are. But yeah, I know he has some TNA time, and um, and I watched him a yeah. lot during the pandemic with NWA. NWA um, yeah. So I'm familiar with him. I like him, and I'm like, nah, you gotta, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta have your match in WWE, just like Sting had to have it. Everybody gotta have it. Hey, yeah. That's how it goes. And Everybody I think the biggest, I think the biggest surprise was because he's um married to Mickey James, uh-huh. that he hasn't gotten a look earlier on from WWE. It is crazy. I mean, he's basically another Drew McIntyre, maybe a little less athletic, but he's yeah. a fucking Rocky, yeah. and he looks like, like a he was, like he. I remember his um. His initial, well, the bulk of his TNA run, well, his initial TNA run when he was with um, Doug Williams and um, Rob Terry with the UK invasion. And um, I think he was, he ended up, he eventually was a world champion in TNA, but mm-hmm. I don't think it was like he didn't like set the world on fire. But um, I'm glad he's got this opportunity now. He's been in the business, he started late in the business, like mm-hmm. compared to other people, but. Um, yeah, man. Maybe this is a conduit to get Mickey back. I mean, Mickey back for one last one. Because it's looking like she just lost to Trinity at Bound for Glory. For the, so she didn't win oh, the title. And it, so it's like, oh, you can't cut it no more. Yeah, I don't know if she's in done with Impact or not. But we'll see. Well, shout out to Nick Aldis. A.K.A. Definitely. Brutus Magnus. That man that man is going to wrestle again, bro. Yeah. That man's yeah. man wrestling again. And I think CM Punk's still coming back at some point. I hold on. I hold. Yeah. I hold on to all those. Ooh, I got a theory for you. I'm gonna touch on a theory on the CM Punk theory I read later on, but I'm gonna, okay. we won't get to that. But um, okay. Speaking of, we can transition. Speaking of Impact and Mickey and everything, um, Bountiful Glory was this past Saturday. Um, I watched it. I had it on the iPad while watching Collision. Um, really, really good show. Like, as far as the in ring wrestling goes, Impact is like. 
top to bottom on their cards, still putting on some of the best shows. And a majority of their matches have a story tied to it. So I know you would like that. But um Okay. I'm with they that. Announced, they announced at the end of the pay-per-view that T that Impact Wrestling will officially be re-rebranding itself back to total non-stop action as of January. So yeah, man. They, let, they let the Eagles yeah. change the name years ago, man, because of Dixie Carter, man. Leave yeah. Yeah. They had to get this thing off. They had to get this thing off. Um because at like admittedly at that point TNA was like poison. No, it, 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 it was, was the, what they call in the wrestling business the drizzling shits. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they've been doing their thing now. They got a nice little roster. They got a um, I think they built a niche, a niche, again like they did in their initial run. Um, the pay per view itself was really good. Trinity, um, her beating Nikki, Mickey. Why do I keep saying Nikki? Her beating Mickey, I think, cements her as like. That was like the last big win she needed in Impact to cement her as their women's champion. Like she beat all the current young up and coming, not up and coming, but young dominant former champions already. But beating Mickey, who was like not their final boss of the division, I'd say that's Jordan Grace because of her like size and stature. But she is basically the the elder stateswoman of that division and. Her putting Trinity over, I thought it was amazing because they're friends. And mm-hmm. then I think they played their friendship up in the match. But um Yeah, man, shout out to Trinity. I just wanted to use that as a moment to shout out to Trinity. She's doing her um, thing, man. Yeah. Keeping it steady. Yeah. She's been do real steady think, with it. Do you think they should bring back the six-sided ring? I could live without it. Yeah. I could live without I, the, it. Yeah, because I think it's unique, but I think the wrestlers. Honestly, like to put more strain on their body because I heard the cables were tighter, so hitting the ropes took a lot more toll on your body. Um, the way it's you too, do it's, the just, it's too gimmicky for me. Yeah, I like I like that it looks different, but it's also very like it's so it's a purist when it comes TNA, to wrestling, though. man. Give yeah. me the squared circle, man. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's synonymous with TNA, like the six sided ring, the entrances at the opposite ends. Of um, the arena, remember that it might be a little too nostalgia baiting, but um, we'll see. Maybe for like a one-off, like a pay-per-view, they'll do it. Yeah, maybe if they turned that in. Maybe if they t- created a match where that was the gimmick was partially yeah. the ring. Okay, yeah, I think maybe for Ultimate X, or if they want right. to do when they used to do the six sides of steel, steel cage. Yeah, that was unique in a sense. But yeah, and then that yeah. I think yeah. I could get with that, yeah. But for every week, no, I, I'm all right. Yeah, the one thing point. I was hype about when Bischoff and Hogan went there, they was like, "Yeah, we're getting rid of that ring." I was like, "Good, <laughs> good." It was a regular it's ring, just, guy. That's all I want yeah. from y'all. Son. Give me a regular. Just, ring. Everything else they brought was just, oh, that Bischoff and Hogan ever, man. Eesh, eesh, eesh. That's hilarious. Well, that's all. That's all water under the bridge now. But teammate. We'll be back. Total non-stop action. Um, next we got going is Bash in Berlin. I thought that no, that happened. I don't know why I thought that just happened. They were just in Italy, weren't they? 
Uh, I think so. They'd be all yeah, over. Because I, I feel like I it saw could be a Wednesday, like, and they'd be like, "Yo, we're in the UK." I'm like, "What? Really?" Yeah, yeah. It should be mad random sometimes. This is um. um I don't. News dropped about this this week that uh they are going to be put on their first premium live event in Berlin next year. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I just found it to be interesting. There's also rumors that they'll have an event in Paris next year as well. Um, I think the company's just making Paris is interesting. Hand over foot, yeah. And now they're really Paris broadcasting from these locales. It's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, I I can understand Berlin. I know um, I know Germany has like a deep wrestling like fandom. Um, Paris, I'm not sure. Paris, I'm not, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I have the stereotype of Paris in my head, but I don't think they will be like in the trenches watching wrestling. Everybody like sipping wine in the, in the, yeah. The <laughs> but um, it'll be um interesting to see what venues they use. Because yeah. I feel like in Europe, it's, um, it's either concert venues or soccer stadiums that they have. So it's not like they don't have um I mean I guess there's some basketball arenas for the Euro basketball league cities and shit like that, but you're not running those cities. Like, yeah, I feel like that. So we'll, um if you're gonna go over there, man, I guess it, we'll we'll have a better idea what it what it what it's gonna be like based on how they market it. <laughs> and they market yeah, it like a big yeah. deal that we know it's probably in the stadium. Um so I guess we'll see. I love how some of these events are rivaling even WrestleMania type events in terms yeah. of the spectacle of it all. You know, uh Clash at the Castle was crazy to me. I love that. I love that whole arena. That that place looked huge. Yeah. It might have yeah, I guess yeah. it was seemingly smaller than Wembley, but I couldn't tell. And that shit had a roof on it. Oh my God. Massive. Nah, that shit was yeah, that was a good look. Um, Massive. We'll see. I don't know. I was thinking jokingly, I was like, if AEW ran Berlin, Germany, the first thing they would do is call up Alex Wright and try to get him to have a dance off with Daniel Garcia on TV. I was like, that's such, I don't know why that came to my mind. Because I'm thinking Berlin, I don't know any other, I can't remember any other wrestlers from Germany, honestly, outside of him. Um, AEW would definitely do that. I feel That's like I, mean. I don't think any member of Imperial is from Germany. I think they're like Austrian or something, right? Yeah, they're like the UK. Yeah. But um, yeah, shout out to um Berlin. Maybe WWE gets Das Wonderkin to make an appearance and dance with the um, Michael Nak um Tazawa, Akira Tazawa. <laughs> shout see. out to growth, man. Um Yeah, yeah. We mentioned earlier about uh Baker Lynch losing her title. In um mm-hmm. in NXT this past week, and um we well yeah we discussed last week also where we think Jade might go, and mm-hmm. judging who was the champion at the time, sort of guiding maybe the fact maybe that might have led Jade to NXT to to face off with Becky, yeah. But there's I think Becky's done with NXT now. That's what I think. Um, yeah, yeah. With this result, what do you you think? Jade is gonna be on uh on NXT or, or is it more so she's kind of 
been slowly been put in front of a crowd on each. Well, she well not, not the first time she was in an arena. Actually, was in NXT, yeah. right? When she was actually in front of the crowd, right? So yeah, you I think, think the, um, she goes to NXT or yeah, the still in the backstage. I mean, it's interesting because like this. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna know her name. Valkyria, the the woman who won the title from Becky. I don't think mm-hmm. she's been that. Um, I don't think she's been that established in NXT as like a top of the card person. I think it was just mostly to have two Irish women face off for the first time for a championship. But um, with her not having that high of a status, like in the fandom, you could have Jade. I can't. I won't be surprised if it's somewhere Jade comes in and wins the title on her first match, the NXT title, has a short little dominant reign, and then comes up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, with Becky having the title, I couldn't see that happening. Like you would have to have a feud. Like it couldn't be coming squash, boom, I'm the champ, I'm holding it down. But um, I don't know now. I don't know. I don't know where the women's division in NXT is heading anyway. But um should Tiffany Stratton still be there? No. no okay. She's made rocks already. I think she's made rocks already. Because I'm like, it's it's more so of like, what does she have left to do in NXT? That's how I That'll feel. be compelling, you know? I saw I saw a skit they did, a segment um this week for the one day Halloween episodes. Mm-hmm. And she was with another shorty came up to her dressed like her, was imitating her. <laughs> It was really entertaining. And um, I think they might have had a match later that night or they're going to have a match. Yeah. But that's like, I don't, that don't have a lot of meat on the bones. That's just a grudge match, which was fine. Yeah. Um, a little filler feud. But I looked at it, I was like, well, look, you, you don't have this great couple matches with Becky Lynch. You was an established champion. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they got to find something for her to do a main roster. But I'm like, yo, get her on SmackDown or something. Or, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, like I don't think I don't think that should be the first few. Her, I mean, I initially thought her and Chase would be a good first few, but now I feel like she'll hold it off. Maybe her, her and Chelsea Green could do something. Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. they could figure that out. Maybe they could like yeah, um, Chelsea turn on Dewdrop. No problem. Is she back to Dewdrop now? No, she's Piper Niven. I'm sorry, she's Piper she's Niven. Niven. Okay, yeah, yeah. They fucked me up with that. So I was like. That was one of the oddest name changes. I was like, "What does that even mean?" Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's like a mean? that's like a Vince thing. And yeah. then they gave her some doofy music and like, yeah, what that's is, definitely like, a Vince. You, thing. you know how I feel, man. What is a do drop? Like, it's like tell me the story of this person. Yeah, you know, these Piper Piper Niven is a name she went under before she got to the company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like, that was the name she of, went under initially. Like, she initially had that name when she debuted. Yeah, I don't. Man. I think they changed her to do drop once they um. They had her paired with um, uh, Shorty who's a superhero. Um, yep, I know you talking about. Yeah, she was in. She was in Sanity. Yeah, yeah, yep. But, um, <laughs> well, shout out to them. And they're not they coming to me. Man. That was a bad gimmick too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want. I she liked her as a crazy lady. I liked yeah. her as a crazy lady, man. Not the sand, your sandy lady was fine. Yeah, the, the, the super the superhero thing was like over for a cup of coffee. 
And I think they just said, oh, oh, well, let's give her the title. Like that title when she got, I was like, whoa, that's you got that it. strange yeah. to put the belt on her like that, but all right, whatever. I think people fucked with it, but you can't, unless you're going to have really amazing matches, it's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna really stick. Like I feel like this is gonna sound a little funny. The hurricane gimmick got over because he had fun matches. Yeah. Like, Shane Helms and could he, just have um, good matches. Yeah, exactly. And, and he and understood like the how he moved. It was, he could make himself look like he was gliding and flying and whatever. Like it was fun. You know? He, he so got unless you're really man. doing that, forget it. Yeah. But people Shots really like that. Shout out to a member of three count. Um, wasn't three count sort of like the precursor to like what Daniel Garcia is doing? Well, three count was kind of like a boy band type of thing, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like WCW, you know, oh, we're in the pop culture and sync backstreet boys. That has to be the influence of Daniel Garcia, man. That's hilarious. And the funny thing is, so three count was, um, Shane Helms, Shannon um, Moore, Shannon Moore, and Evan Courageous. Evan yes. Courageous has not been seen in wrestling since like the end of WCW, which is crazy because he was he was the leader, he was the pretty boy, athletic, most talented member, but he just disappeared. I look back at um that that period of w, that last period of WCW. There was a lot of people there mm-hmm. that. Then I realized they all went to WWE. Like Jamie Noble was in WCW. Uh AJ Styles was there at that last point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, bruh. Devin Courageous is 49 years old. He's 5'7. Okay. Oh, oh damn, he's only 5'10. Let's see. Professional rest of career. Let's see what we got here. Anything? Okay. In 2009, 2010, he worked for the New York-based Fight the World wrestling promotion. Courageous was the number one contender for the FTW heavyweight title. Had a match with the champion, Balls Mahoney. Oh, that's that's what I'm fucking... That's when back in the... um, You remember back when like one night stand and shit was happening? Everyone was trying to do like their own ECW tribute show or tribute promotion. Like that's definitely one of those things. Hard. What are you hardcore homecoming? <laughs> Listen, I watched that. I think I might have had that on DVD. I don't know if I still have it. Hardcore homecoming, and then they used to do one for TNA had one also. Yeah, TNA had one too. Yeah. Um, oh fuck! I forgot the name of that one. They did. It. I think it was just a one off. Um, I thought they did two of them, but the second one they were stretching it. The second one was not yeah. good. Yeah, the first like, one they, they did do... was kind of cool. I remember it was like against the first one night stand, but not against it. It was later in the year, but they did the yeah. old version. Of it. Yeah, and it, I think yeah, the, it was um, I remember. the hardcore homecoming. I think was the night before a one night stand or the weekend before a one yeah. night stand. Yeah, I know my man uh, Shane Douglas was a part of that. Yeah, and some people oh, worked yeah. both for them. I think. Yeah, Sabu worked both. I believe. Um, yeah, Sandman worked both. Um, and maybe Tommy Dreamer? No, I don't think so. Because Tommy Dreamer might have actually had a legit contract. Yeah, he was with the WWE. Yeah. With the WWE at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we go from there. We jump into the.
Oh, Wait, one second. When WCW folded in March 2001 and was purchased by the World Wrestling Federation, Evans' contract was among the 24 immediately purchased by the WF as well. He was sent to the WF's farm territory, uh, Heartland Wrestling Association. He made his debut for the WF during the invasion as a member of the Alliance. Got miss me. Yo, after I have a severe no recollection. In the ring, he was rarely seen and was released in December 2001 after around eight or nine months without being used as a wrestler. So he probably made like a one or two appearances on screen, and they yes. was he was gone by December of the invasion. The invasion was like that summer, right? So we're talking about yeah. June-ish. So he was mm-hmm. around for five, six months. Okay. Damn, okay. I have no recollection of seeing him on WWE TV at all. At all. But um hey, less. Okay. I guess we jump into the slam of the week. Yeah, we kind of so, mentioned mine. You know, I, I didn't catch yeah. any matches this week, uh, being out, running around outside. But I had to give props to Christian in that promo and not mm-hmm. just not giving a shit and just going yeah. for it. Uh, yeah, he gets his character so well, and he's so such a slimy character, such a it's vengeful character. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's it's. It's weird because, like, it's stereotypically, it's like the most generic of heel tropes that he's using, but he is doing it in such a way where it doesn't feel stale. It feels fresh. There's like, a yeah, fearlessness to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're like not... I'm going to go this hard. Yes. And it's like, home. because the businesses and, and all businesses that we're in currently, everything has gotten so corporate and so. PC mm-hmm. and so you know everybody just don't you don't want to go there you don't want to go there and he's like well we yeah you know, we're yeah and he's and he's doing it without looking like a try hard because some people try to go there but you're like all right bro you're just trying to be edgy for the sake of being edgy no. like all right relax I think it helps that you know we're not seeing him as a heel for the first time yeah and so yeah. the times that we have seen him heel he's been the, not to this level, but mm-hmm. we've seen him be dark and you know just do horrible things. I mean, we've seen him yeah. go kiss up Trish Stratus in front of his best friend face and wrestle. He works best as he does stuff. He does stuff. You know what I mean? And so I think that's you know that identity, uh, uh, him having that for so long, he understands how to lean into it. And those of us that have been watching long enough, we accept yeah. it. You know that he has that potential to be this way. Yeah. You know I mean? So I think that's why it works. And of I course, think, um, with him, I think all the, 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 the people that watch all the time and yeah, know the history. Yeah. And that yeah. helped. Yeah. You know I, mean? I think um, I always say his run in TNA was so important to like the development of his career because that run with the Christian Coalition was like, all right, you're seeing Christian for the first time in this position. Mm-hmm. And you, you're buying it. Like you buying him as a main renter as a champion. I don't think um he had never taken a serious heel, not serious, but like his heel persona before then in WWE was so much more is either goofy with Desmond Christian or like silent and brooding with the brood. This was the first time he really got to flex like his promo muscles. Um mm-hmm. you got the legendary Tomko give me a beat. No situation. And I think that also helped. AJ Styles find his personality because that was yes. AJ Styles' biggest flaw in TNA. Like he was amazing. He checked every box. 
super athletic, can get technical, like exciting in the ring, everything. But when he picked up a microphone, it was just like, bro, you're just a white guy from Georgia. He's not. He's night. He's night and day now. AJ's yeah. I remember even when he had fortune and that whole thing with Ric Flair and them. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a little tough to listen to then. You know. Yeah. He's come yeah. a long way. He's come a long yeah. way. Definitely, definitely. But um, long way. my slam of the week is um. So they're from Saturday. I had two matches to pick from from this past Saturday. So Andrade versus um Brian Danielson from. Collision, which is funny because I said I was asking where Andrade was, and there they go that later that day announcing a match for Collision for him. So I'm like, I'm like the um, what's his name again? The dude who be predicting shit. I'm Negro Domus. I'm Negro Domus <laughs> wrestling. Um, but um, on at on the Bound for Glory pay per view, there was a match between Will Osprey. And this guy, Speedball Mike Bailey. So Speedball Mike Bailey, he's a um, he's a smaller, but he has like a huge martial arts background. So he wrestles barefoot with kick pads, and trunks, and like he's he's really good. That match was insane. Those dudes went balls to the wall, and um, it's. Some people might find a flaw with like how many big moves were kicked out of, but man, those dudes were fucking. Yeah, you know, you know, that's a, that's a gripe for me. Yeah, but, yeah, but they were. But the, the, the move that won the match was a kill shot move. So it, it at least it's that like when they kill, kicking out of big moves and then you win on like a roll up, that should be like all right, bro. All right, but at least the winning move was a kill shot move. Osprey won the match. Um, okay. It was the first five star match TNA had since Styles versus Joe versus Daniels from turn from all those years ago. So that's one thing. Um, and Will Osprey is just this is a dude who it doesn't matter the size of the crowd he's wrestling in front of. This dude is giving everything. To that crowd in the match, it, and I gotta, I gotta give him a lot of respect for that. A lot of respect for that. Who does? Um, there's like a highlight video on Twitter. I'll tag you in it so you can just check out like the high impact moves. But um, yeah, that's gonna be my slam of the week. That's slam okay. of the week. Um, overall, Bountiful Glory was just a really good. I, I seldom hear bad things about a TNA pay per view yeah, or, or yeah. like their product for the last couple years. People voice. So that the entire team is lit, and they put together yeah. a nice balanced show. Um, you know what we always say: Sunny we can't find it. Yeah, Sunny Kiss made their debut during the um pay per view. This match called the Quality Shot Gauntlet, where it's like a um, it's like a battle royal, and then the last two people um get to win by pinfall. But it's mixed gender, so it's men and women. Is that how? So, um, that shorty had won the belt that time. The heavyweight belt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I remember that. Um, she is. She's been blacklisted from wrestling now. Um, yeah, yeah. Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. Yep. Yeah. Um, but okay. in but in this past match, Sunny Kiss made their debut. Um, and the final two were Bubba Ray Dudley and Jordan Grace. 
So remember, I was thinking about Jordan Grace. She's the bodybuilder type chick. And, yes, um, yes, yes. And, I remember. And, and Impact, yeah. So they had, they were the final two. So they had to win. And Jordan won by pinfall. Is is is, beat, is Bubba Ray wrestling regularly at, T, at TNA? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's somebody he can't he can't put it down. Yeah, he's full he's full time active. Yeah, but he's full still time. um yeah his body hasn't betrayed him. Like he can still move, go. Like there's no lethargicness in him at he's all. Still I think, Yeah, yeah. Him losing all that weight, I think, really helped him in the long term, like extend his career. Okay, but um yeah, and she hit him with the um. I don't know if you know Pence's move, the Made in Japan. It's like this weird, it's like this, um, it's hard to explain, but it's like, it's like a power bomb mixed with a power driver. It's weird. It's a weird move to do, but she did that move on Bubba Ray Dunn. Yeah, you're talking about he kind of holds your leg? No, no, not that one. He has another one where he like, it's like he pulls you like he's going to give you a suplex, but then he flips your body. And he's like slamming you and leg dropping you at the same time. It's it's crazy. Oh my no, I don't yeah. know. But she hit Bubba Ray with that move to win, just to show you just how big and strong this woman is. She kind of um, has to do that, I guess, if you're gonna yeah. beat Bubba Ray, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, but and I just That's like cool. how TNA TNA is still with every other promotion, mainstream promotion. Well, the only other two are like shying away from like mixed. Wrestling TNA is leaning all the way in with that. Like they had a woman as their world heavyweight champion. That should go to show you how it oh, is. Yeah. But um, the most surprising thing was Vladimir Kozlov. Yes, he came there. You know he. Yeah, I know he do movies and stuff now. I know he. I know he leaned up nice. Yeah, he's a um, he's a big heavy. He's not like a, um an active wrestler. He was like a um you know the big bodyguard for um. Fandango, the wrestler formerly known as Fandango. Oh, Fandango was there too? Yeah. He's been in Impact, I think, for like the last year now. Um, Him, Santino Morella. I know Santino is doing stuff there. He's he's wrestling there? He had, he's an authority role, but he had a couple of matches because he's still in Amazing Shit. Okay. I know Um, Santino was there. I didn't know he was still there. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny because his daughter is in NXT. So I've heard. I don't, what's what's her daughter's name? I cannot remember. Okay. I cannot remember. But um yeah, his daughter's but I didn't NXT. know that. Yeah. And then um you I don't know if you know who PCO is. I heard the name before. Yeah, so he's one of the um I, ooh, I don't know if he's one of the um I think he's one of the Rougeau brothers from back in the day in WWE. Like oh, that, that French dude. tag team. I know PCO. He used to yeah. be with he used to be with they used to call him Jean Pierre Lafitte. Yeah, yeah. He was with yeah. the Quebec. He was with uh, my man, the Quebecers. The Quebecers. That's what it was. He was um, the second guy. But yeah. then when when my man left, because that other guy is a Rougeau, so when yeah. he left, that dude went solo and he had the eye patch. Yeah, something's over yeah. his eye. And yeah. yeah, I know that dude. Sorry. Yeah, but now he paints so, his yeah. face and stuff. Yeah, his gimmick is his gimmick is literally he's wrestling Frankenstein. Okay. Like literally, so he's like they fucking using. They used to use um jumper cables to fucking wake him up and shit like ridiculous shit. But he's in his, I think he's almost sixty. Yeah, and the dude has shifted his wrestling style to pure hardcore. This dude, he was in a monsters ball match. He won it. This dude is doing sentons off the top rope onto the ring apron. Crazy, 
He got power bombed onto cinder blocks. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Okay, but, um, that's what you yeah, that's what you're gonna get in TNA. So shout out to them. Yeah, my slam of the week being Osprey. You get that on, you get that on fight people. You can um the pay per view. That sounds like it's worth money. <laughs> I'm gonna send you the link to um to a website where I watch the pay per views after the fact that they aired. Yeah, man, let me know because so, that yeah, sounds like it's worth my time, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, in fact, in fact, soon to be TNA, and they got they got a good thing going. They got a good okay. thing going. Um. Okay. Let me before we um talk about Crown Jewel. Yeah, I wanted to tell you about the the CM Punk thing I saw on Twitter. Someone was saying, "What if the guy behind the devil mask is CM Punk, and this whole firing and everything was just a long con to like lull the fans to sleep, and like he's gonna debut at Full Gear as the Devil? Um, he'll cost Jay White the belt because he wants to beat MJF." And be the real world's champion as he was always claiming himself. I I don't think that's gonna happen. But what would your reaction be? If that be, was look, look. I'd be giddy. I yeah, like yeah. CM Punk. I want him somewhere on my screen. He's, yeah. he, he, he's at. Say what you want. People are interested when he's on the screen. I want yeah. to see it. Yeah. Wherever it happens. And, but specifically um, as the devil, do you think it works? I think it yeah. does, storyline-wise. Yeah. Especially 100%. with their history. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like, sure. as soon as like, I saw right. that, I was like, I wouldn't be mad if that's the way this went. You play my game, I'm going to play your game. I... Yeah. And you, you know what? We Even better, have fucking Jungle Jungle Man be his little henchman. Like, they were in on there. Like, they staged the whole backstage brawl and everything and Imagine just lean all the way into it. Cry me a river. We haven't seen him back yet, right? Nah, not yet. He still ain't back. He still ain't back. No. So we'll... No. I don't know. That was a little when is, when is full like, gear? It is... Is it... um? If it's not next Saturday, it's the Saturday after. I'm going to double check for you real quick. Um, I know it's not this weekend because this Saturday they're doing... They're going to do MJF versus Kenny Omega for the belt. That's gonna end in a schmaz. Yeah, it's either gonna end in a um a schmaz or the um one of AEW's favorite bailouts is doing a, um the time limit draw. So yeah, you have a, a definitive winner. That's a pay per view ass match, boy. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a pay per view match. What is full gear? Oh, it's November 18th. Yeah, 18th. Okay, so you're old. They got a little while then. Okay, good. Okay, you got about three weeks. Out. Yeah. Um, Give or take. So, yeah, they could do some, because, like, in the way Dynamite opened, um, MJF opened up um, with a backstage interview with Renee. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that backstage interview, the camera, like, did a little jump cut. To like the dude, a dude in a devil mask, like you know, looking ominously doing one of these, mm-hmm. and then and then it cut out again, and then went to the um the dynamite opening. Now, I will say, 
there's a lot of know if you, you know who Sammy Callahan is. Um, he is he had a cup of coffee in NXT a while ago as like I don't know remember there was like this wrestle with the hacker gimmick. And like I, the I black and that. gold days. Okay, but um, he is a wrestler. He like he came up in the Indies with John Moxley. Like they were taxing. He's known for more hardcore, like that match style wrestling. Um, mm -hmm. his contract with TNA. He's a multiple time TNA World Champion. Um, like one of their top guys, but he his contract is up, and he's been seen backstage at AEW shows recently. And I'm just hoping. Like with the way, like his whole, the crux of his gimmick as he's going from promotions to promotions, he does this thing where, like, either he'll snap his fingers and the lights go out, or he'll snap his fingers and the camera cuts out, or some shit like that. So I'm hoping, I don't want it to be him because I feel like it would be a waste to have the devil be him. You you know, and they have a history of typing something, and it'd be like, yeah, it's and just like, a big show. I didn't think it was gonna be that, yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna have a big surprise, and unfortunately, Christian didn't come into the company with this character, so there wasn't the same impact. When Christian showed up, it was like, Oh, it's, it's Christian, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? They, he's done a lot with it since, whole, yeah, because he do this but, whole oh, it's historic, it's the most impactful, and it's like, Yo, just tone it down a bit. I'd rather really, you undersell and over deliver than oversell and under deliver. That's what they, I mean, they tend to, they've done it. At least, at least, well, I would say just outside the ring they've done it, but they did, they did do it with uh, that exploding ring match. Oh man, they did, they did do it with that. That's comedy. That's Japanese almost Japanese. as funny as the Shockmaster. Listen, like, it's, it's it's that level of funny to me. Yeah, just it's Eddie Kingston's like, no, we gotta save you, and it was nothing, <laughs> not not nothing, but it was just the Gilbert Sparks funny. man. How you get the Gilbert Sparks? Everyone's there just like, um, okay. And then they have to sell it like it's death. And and Moxley I can tell Moxley like, talking into like, what the fuck is yeah, going like, on? Bro, let's, yeah. just, let's, right, let's just get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they handled it well, though. I will say they handled it well. They handled it well. Um, but yeah, man, CM Punk as the devil would not be mad at it. Would not be mad at it. Um, it would be the greatest work in the history of this business, brother. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I, I'd say so. I, I, I would have been work. I ain't gonna front like like I, I see yeah. that coming. That'll um, be something. So the next in Crown Jewel is that is that tomorrow? See, it's either this weekend or next weekend. Let's see. Because I know Roman week. and LA Knight are having their face off tonight on SmackDown. Let's see. Oh, and no, it's on November fourth. November fourth. Okay, so that's what next weekend. Um, yeah. So what we're looking at right now confirmed. One, two, three. There's five matches confirmed. I'm sure we get a couple more confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Cody versus Damian Priest. Uh. Eventually, well, John Cena's gonna fight Solo, so you gotta add that to it. That'll be fun. That'll be like oh, Umaga yeah, yeah, and John okay. Cena again. Uh, you manga, you manga. Um, I think this is oh Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. I think Damian Priest beats 
Cody, uh, with 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 shenanigans, you know. Um, but it's a, they've done a good job building the card. I, I I'm I'm into uh most stuff I see even oh. even the women's match I'm into. They got a little um I was gonna call it fatal five way. So Zoe Stark is making her debut at Crown Jewel. That's big. That's big. At Crown Jewel, I thought she's gonna be just like. Yeah, I thought she's gonna be. She's in that five woman match. I thought she's gonna be strictly NXT. Oh no, Zoe Stark is on the main Man. roster because of. Oh, Trish. she's on the main roster. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah, on the main yeah, roster, yeah, I man. Know, I don't know why but she had a she had a match had against Shayna last... Baszler at the last pay per view. I think they had a quick okay. little something, and then they pieced it up that? after the match. Oh, I think I missed the I missed the beginning of Fastlane. That's why I missed the beginning. Yeah, of yeah. So they had a match, at, and they were they pieced it up after the match. They supposed to be cool. Okay, um, okay. Listen, in a in a in a world where wrestling, where this company, AEW, had their chance to sign Zoe Stark a long, long time ago. So if she ends up being one of those ones for WWE, that can be because she was there, bro, with the finisher like hers. Mm-hmm. Please, like because she was a mainstay like during the pandemic. Ever she was a mainstay on like dark and like um had a few matches on dynamite and stuff. So a lot of people thought she was gonna be like the next like AEW ten, but nah, WWE got her, and I got to shout out WWE for doing that because. That's they recognizing talents. That's another thing that's let you know it's not the Vince ever. They, they know who fit their system, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, no more just bikini models for the sake of bikini models. And they got wrestlers that that look good in bikinis right now, like that. You know, so it's a win win. Oh, listen, listen. Yeah, they hold, they hold the whole NXT roster, bro. Different. Um, yeah, yeah five way. Um, that five way should be cool. Um, I think also yeah. just. The significance oh, and then, again of them being in Saudi Arabia and yeah know, having a bunch of women on man. I mean, it, it, every every show they do there, they turn the volume up a little bit on you know what the women are able to do. So now they have five yeah. women in the match. I mean, I know that's definitely what they were going for with that. So yeah, uh-huh. I think Rhea Ripley yeah. wins it though. Yeah, for sure. And then they got um, good for them. But I think Rhea Ripley wins it. But I hope they build her next single suit out of this. Yeah, because I don't think she's had a single feud she could really sink her teeth into for a while. Doesn't doesn't make um, it not deserving of her title neither. I think it's just a circle. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you book her. It's tough because they also are using her as such a catalyst in the Judgment Day. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like you can't take it too much away from that either. I think that's what's but, um, hurting the run. But listen, like to use AEW as an example, I feel like one good thing. One thing I'm really liking is how they had these multiple threads coming from MJF being the champion. There's the issue with Adam Cole and Roddy. There's the issue with the Bullet Club. There's Samoa Joe coming after him. There's Warlow after him. And it's because he was an asshole for so long, he has very little friends. And everyone wants to beat him for the title. So I think it's possible to have multiple things going on. It just has to be something that really could like really get into like, yeah I really agree story wise I agree I gotta give AW credit on that yeah um, oh they do a Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio that's gonna be fun that's gonna be fun 
this new Logan Paul, man. Ugh. I can't I'll stand it. I, I will say, I normally don't watch the Crown Jewels. Because no, they've been Saudi better, money. Once they, once they start Politically, no, politically. Oh, I respect that. Yeah, politically. Yeah. I respect that. Um, You know, I, I just felt like, you know, early on, they were doing, like, a lot of stuff with, like, nostalgia acts. And yeah. the matches had no bearing on what we were watching regularly. So that I didn't feel the need to watch. I, and I don't really like remember. Initially, initially mm-hmm. it was just like a, a showcase instead yeah. of just like a show to build on. So it was just like, let's just get all, all big old stars out that fans know for years and are, can recognize at the drop of a hat and put on the show. That's why we get Goldberg versus Undertaker. That show now, remain in infamy. But, but now, like the last one they did. B- uh, Bailey and Bianca had this like falls count anywhere match. I think mm-hmm. fire. Like the women, the women are violated. Like they got on a, they found a golf cart, and they was doing moves on top of the golf cart on the stage. Like that's madness. And then the same show, Bobby Lashley was fighting Goldberg, and mm-hmm. I think Goldberg speared Bobby Lashley off the stage. Did he? Like, bro, this is, Yo, they they go hard now. Good. All right. Great. But the matches all meant something. This was during Bobby's run as a champion. Yeah. I still think Bobby won that match or something. I, or no, maybe he didn't. Maybe maybe the, maybe Bobby lost his belt by then. They had a grudge match. Yeah. But you know now 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 it's like it's it's just it's just a show that that's part of the calendar that that they will still have have the type of bearing on on story that would would have otherwise. So. But I understand not not watching for political reasons. That, that you know, people with them hands is dirty, man. I like it. Allegedly, they're trying to get Cristiano Ronaldo to appear at Crown Jewel. I heard about something like that before. I don't know how that works. I mean, that's just the sake of having a big celebrity for the yeah, sake. Like of he has no connection to the. He might not even be interested, but yeah, but who am I? And hmm. okay, and they got. Seth, well, we already Roman Reigns, LA Knight. We know what's happening there. There's really yeah. no intrigue. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with this bloodline story. We might just be coasting until WrestleMania with that because he's not losing it before then. So, yeah, no, no. Um, and I something tells me, I, something tells me Seth Rollins is gonna be Drew McIntyre, but I wonder when the time will come where they where Seth says, I right, I want to have a break. If that's a concern of his at all. Mm-hmm. Now you've been going hard. And um his body ain't as he's had some significant injuries in the past, so it's good to see him going as long as he's had in his current run. But um Oh definitely. It's weird because you always think, all right, it's dudes for this time to take a little vacation. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Like look at Moxley. For like the last year, we thought he was he's gonna been, go on vacation and he's not he's now. Cheated out of vacations. Back. I'm coming right back. But, um, yo, I want to talk about something real funny real quick. Yeah. So on Dynamite, there was a segment um, where Swerve goes to um, Hangman's house and breaks in. I heard about the home invasion joint. Okay. So, and it just reminded me of, like, the home invasion angle in wrestling is always hilarious because it's never realistic it's so unrealistic like swerve is in there and there's a moment where he's in um 
in like the baby's room talking to the baby like your, your father's gonna like you're gonna have to pay for the tins of your father like stuff like that and i'm like yo where's his mom how was the, the baby, baby the baby's in there? But they don't cut to the he's at the crib but you can't see and like they shot it at a point where you can't really see inside the crib he's just talking to to the crib so mm -hmm. you're assuming the baby's in there sleeping um and he's like tucks the baby in with one of his t-shirts and shit but it's like bro how who's supposed to believe you got two black men breaking into a white man's house in virginia wow virginia no one else is home no one else a is guy, home. a guy named hangman yeah no one, no one else is home, but the baby's there asleep by itself. Where's, where's the mother? Where's Hangman's wife? Did she not? Where's the, where's the alarm? Where's it? Yo, they didn't even break in. They opened the door and walked right in. I mean, it was a great promo from Swerve. Don't get me wrong, but just like I heard, I heard it was pretty good. The way you got to stretch your imagination for these home invasion angles, like Triple H coming after Randy Orton with the sledgehammer in his home, like bro. Your neighbors are not Everything. calling the police. <laughs> he, he he broke through the he came through the door. He stood there like a movie. That shit was bro. Funny. What are we doing? And then he threw Randy Orton through the window. Yeah, how did your neighbors stop calling? And there was just a, there was just a cameraman outside ready for that shot. Chilling, just chilling. Um, <laughs> Edge going to John Cena's house and slapping his dad. Why would oh John Cena's God. dad let Edge in the house? Why? <laughs> That's hilarious, they're, yo. They're currently feuding on television. Well, and I'm trying to remember any other home invasion angles. Like there was the um there was a um the, the Pillman's got a gun one where I think it was supposed to be Austin trying to break into Pillman's house, but Pillman was in there. That makes sense a little because Pillman was got home. A gun. He had and a the gun one where he was wrestling and, the pencil. Yeah, yeah. I think, that was, I think I think Pillman had the camera crew at the house purposely that night. Because he had an interview from him shooting from home. So that makes sense. But son, the baby's home. Yo, you in there talking to a baby and the, mo a, like the mother's a, not looking at the baby. I can't. It's not coming to my mind. It's yeah, definitely I'm about to think about it. Ever. I got to think about it. Um, there was back in the era, they had, a, they had a joint with like no. Nothing. I feel like there's an Undertaker one somehow. Like when Undertaker was feeling like Vince. Like, did he show up at the house for um Stephanie? I don't think he did. Nah, that was in the limo. Where to? Yeah. No. Where to Stephanie? I to think get they the did go to his right? house during that. During the, the, um... the teddy bear. Yeah, because so he has the, to get the teddy bear the... out of her house and they put the, the burning symbol on his front lawn. Yes, yeah, yes, they did symbol. do that. Yeah, he did do that. Yo, where to Stephanie is one of those those wrestling quotes that stick in your head forever. Forever. It was Just me all along, Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, this is another one me and my friends always do. Um, there's, we do, so there's this, <laughs> there was a moment when Jake the Snake was in TNA early on and I forgot who he was knocking who was knocked out on the ground but Jake the Snake is just hovering over this man's body. Just like and it looked weird. Just like I just went to see if he was still breathing. It was the way he delivered it though and just like that gravelly Jake the Snake voice. It was just like yo 
what kind of rapey ass creepy he's delivery he's a was that? character? He's a different character. Oh, man, there was one. There was one that was on my mind early, and I can't remember. But um, yeah, man, that's how you know wrestling impacts our lives like that when we say things in the dialect of these wrestlers as they cut their promos to just everyday language. That's funny as hell. Um, I th- what else? We Let me see. I, that's I don't have nothing to add, really. Um, trying to see if this I talked about Bound for Glory. Um, Sunny Kiss making their debut. Um, Felicia so should be good. I'm one. I'm interesting to see how this Kenny versus MJF thing because they're doing it basically. It's um the street. Yeah, this Saturday, if MJF retains, he officially eclipsed Kenny Omega's um, record as the longest reigning AW champion. And so I think it's going to be a, a draw. I don't think it'll be a um, It's very rare AEW uses DQ finishes. They only use them to advance the storyline. So this could be another issue where they do a DQ. I think they've only had like four DQs. In the four or they'll maybe springboard this into another feud for Kenny Omega. Maybe someone interferes and costs him. The match. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Don Cow's family's back lurking in his at life. At this point, MJF is not above taking a win that way. He still wants to be understood. Like, yo, I'll, I'll, by any means, yeah. like I fuck with y'all yeah. by any means. As long as I still got the belt. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, so I think that could. That's, I, I'm I'm seventy percent on that wave. I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, um, and um, another interesting thing. MJF, not MJF, Jericho had an interview and he was like, I got a lot of friends, some of them bigger than Will Hobbs, alluding that he's going to be bringing someone to help him take care of Will Hobbs or whatever. I do not know who that could be. People are saying Big Show for a Jericho reunion and I'm like, no, no. You know what's interesting, man? Mark Henry hasn't had a match in AEW. I thought he was going to have one by now. Listen, and and Hobbs was using the world's strongest slam in his dismantling of Chris Jericho. So I wonder, I wonder if anything, if there's anything there, but we'll see. I've thought about that for a while now, because even Big Show has a match once in the blue over there, you know, so. Yeah, I think he like wrestled for QT Marshall a couple times or something like that. Yeah, but, um, he, he'll give you a little something here and there. Yeah. But he's finished. I hope you understand that. I love Big Show. Bro. He's finished. Oh, yeah, he's done. He's done. He's I don't done. care how much times he kind of tried to show six, them six packs never last, man. He's done. <laughs> That should be gone. If it yeah. looks good on Tuesday, he take a picture. By Sunday, it's gone. I don't be seeing it. He only got the six packs in the gym. I never see it in the ring. Yeah, post workout, like you get that pressure on boom, right? Yeah, and he's probably flexing them too for the picture. Oh my god! <laughs> but nah, them, them knees, them knees ain't looking. They not looking in ring ready. They definitely not looking in ring ready. Um, Shout out to him though. Thank you for your contribution. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. When it's an episode of ECW, WWE said after WWE took over, and it's Sabu, and he's feuding with the Big Show, and the only thing he says in the pro is, "I want the Big Show," and that was the other thing me and my boy used to take from um, wrestling, say over and over. It's just his ridiculous delivery, like trying to put on a fake accent. It's like, bro, you from Detroit. We know you're from Detroit. We've all heard you speak before. But WWE ECW was a time, man. 
I liked it in the beginning. I liked it in the beginning. Yo, they had Marco um, Holly versus Rob Van Dam. And oh, with the um with the table. And he and he gets that huge gash on his back. Ooh. Marco Holly. The early Although, ones were good. When they still they had a mix of the old had Sandman versus the zombie. They had Sandman versus the zombie, though. That shit was like, all right, bro. They got out of control. And you get the infamous. I think it was the infamous Big Show. Was it was it Big Show versus Batista? Yeah. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Yep. And, big, and they were in the in the, the Manhattan Center. Are, yeah, the fans are shitting on this match. And Big Show was just like, I'm still getting paid. I'm still getting paid. Like there were some moments, man. Bobby Lashley jumping through the cage. Yeah, that was cool. That was the first time I saw a spot like that. Yeah, yeah. That well, I fun. think I think that was when um it was like Trump was like backing Bobby Lashley. Like there was a triple threat match coming. Um, I think it was one of those um Night of Champions events. And it was like Bobby Lashley versus I forgot who was on Raw and who was on SmackDown and just fucking Trump. Do we love Bobby Lashley? Who doesn't love Bobby Lashley? Oh my God, this Bobby Lashley. He is, is a Bobby. I love Bobby. Fuck Donald Trump, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's all we got, man. That's all we got. That was fun, man. You know? Well, we'll see how these we, predictions turn out, man. But, uh, yeah. Again, yeah, dude, the world of the matches get added. Pretty fun right now. Uh, I might be going to Grits and Biscuits tomorrow, so we'll see if I catch collision or not. But okay, I'll keep my well, ears. Tomorrow's to be, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be nice. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm hitting the street smart too. You know what I mean? So DVR collision. That'd be the deal. Um, yeah, but yeah, folks, man, it's fun, man. Fun time to be a wrestling fan. We don't need tribalism. Enjoy it all. Yes, yes. Um, until next week. Same back time, same back channel. It's the best of both worlds of wrestling, and we bid you adieu. Later on.